Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, September 12. My name is Kat Ernst and joining me to talk all things Greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes is Tab's Jared Duffy. Good morning to you, Duff. How is sunny Queensland today? Queensland sunny as it normally is, Kat. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. We've got a, a, a nice couple of weeks coming up here in New South Wales. Of course, the mm. Million Dollar Chase is getting into full swing and some exciting regional finals being held around the state the last week, Duff. Yeah, it's uh, it's been good viewing, hasn't it? Uh, we've seen we've seen a few upsets. We'll get to one of those a little bit later at Broken Hill, and uh, the fifty to one pop winning there. But uh, I think in the main, most of the good dogs have made their way through. And of course, the opportunity is there if, if you if you happen to not make it through the first time around. There are other tracks coming up, and we're seeing that in the next week or so. And I know we've touched on before, Duff. I just love that there's, there's something unique about this series, and that it does give everyone in these regional venues the chance to um, experience having a, a runner in a, one of the biggest races in Australia. And we even saw that up in the Taree regional final last week with the locals getting the cash. And it really just gives, you know, those areas something to cheer for heading towards the semifinals as well. It's a very good point you make. And we did touch on this a couple of weeks ago that um, just due to the nature of a lot of these tracks, you know, it's so imperative that you, well, the super dog can't just turn up and expect to win. We've seen plenty of good dogs beaten on these tracks and the locals have been able to win due to that local knowledge or the tightness of the track, etc. So if you've got a dog that's capable... Uh, and in all of these areas, we've clearly seen that at the moment. There's no reason at all why you can't make your way through to the, you know, to the finals at, uh, at Wentworth Park in a few weeks' time. And, and who knows? Dare to dream. You might win the million dollars. Absolutely. And another one of the finals that is a qualifier for the uh, Million Dollar Chase semifinals was the Dapto Megastar on Thursday. Let's just touch on that before we welcome in Peter Lagogiani because what a win it was by Umberto. It just shows that you make your own luck out in front, Duff. You do. And obviously he and Mortified had the advantage of the box draw and they did Quinella the race, but uh, you know you had to make your way in. He's a very, very good dog, Umberto. And uh, obviously, uh, Peter Lagosioni was the caretaker trainer there, so looking forward to catching up with him after we have a listen to this replay. Racing, Umberto down on the inside away fast. Remember this out quickly, but the Victorian favourite, Umberto, will go through and lead. And there was trouble behind. Up to second, Mortified. Third, remember this, and Stealth back along the rail. Fourth, they're followed off the track. Return back from Quantifiable. Then Bailey Bear into fire. Off the back straight, and the leader is Umberto. Three links in front, Mortified. She's chasing very hard. They're clear of remember this. They turn. It's Umberto clear from Mortified. And it's Umberto's megastar, Umberto. Yeah, that was Umberto taking out the megastar on Thursday night and Daft Mortified, what a run in defeat it was from her to think that she's only having her second start back from four months on the sidelines. What a performance. Yeah, quite right. And, you know, we saw that in the heat the previous week and she looks like she's in for a pretty good campaign, Mortified. Absolutely, but all honours with the winner, Umberto, and joining us now to have a chat about that greyhound is caretaker trainer, Peter Lagosiani. Good morning to you, Pete. Good morning, guys. Let's uh, rewind back to Thursday because it wasn't all smooth sailing for you heading down to Dapto. Just talk our listeners through what you had to go through to actually get to the track on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, we we witnessed uh, a semi-trailer falling over and, uh, yeah, well... 
it could have been worse. It could have rolled over onto us. So, yeah, look, it, it was a pretty hairy there for a bit. And uh, and just sitting in the traffic, sitting behind it, just waiting to get through was, uh, yeah, it was a few, a few nervous moments there. But uh, kudos to the to the to the stewards and 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 the staff at Dapto. Um, you know they knew we were stuck in there, and um, look, it was unforeseen circumstances. They held the kennels open for us, and uh, we got there about ten minutes before race one kicked off. So all was sweet. Peter, so this accident unfolded in front of your eyes. Not in, just yeah, a couple of kilometres in front of us. So yeah, and, mm. and we we just couldn't move. So yeah, so it was uh, yeah, we 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 almost heard the crash. So yeah, that's how that's how close it was. And remarkable effort from the dog. Obviously, tensions would have been high in the car, trying to keep calm, trying to trying to not let the tension build up too much because we know that that can sort of affect the dogs if they can sense it. But um, he, Jeezy, just got out and did it beautifully on Thursday night and it just shows that early pace is just so pivotal in these big races. Oh, for sure, Kate. Look, I, 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 still, I still believe and I still, you know, I keep telling people, you know, pace wins the, pace wins the race. If you've got brilliant box speed, you're out in front, you know, you're sitting one, two, three, um, you're generally in the money. So, um, yeah, look, these big races, if we have a look, most of the million-dollar chase winners um, have all led or, or sat second. So, um, and, and, and again, the Group 1 racing, you know, in all group races, you know, um, it's usually the, the leading contenders. You know, we, we used to see some freaks come from behind and, uh, and, and it still happens, but, you know, very rarely. You're right, Pete, and uh, it's been around for a long, long time. I think some of the form experts have, have always made money out of backing leaders, but I think you know, the, the rest of the public are now more aware of, of what, a, what a huge advantage it is to be in front, particularly round tracks like Dapto. And you know, he, showed that, he showed from his heat, Umberto, and I think he had a slip there. Uh, do, I don't know whether he slipped post to post, he in stealth, but that's such a huge advantage drawn near the inside. It just made it very, very difficult for those out wide to, to get into the race. Oh, that for sure. Look, yeah, look, we, we, Jace had a plan. He sent him down to us. You know, they settled in nicely. The, the dogs were ready. You know, all we had to do was just put them around up. They give them a look and virtually um, race them. And, and look, as, as, it, as it turned out, it, it, it worked. The plan worked. It come to fruition. So, uh, Look, we're doing the same with 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 the blacktop heats. You know, we took them around last night, took them out there last night, and let them go around. And um, they saw the track. And, and like Jay said, these these dogs are true professional race dogs. All they want to do is race. They're competitive. They're, they're beautiful animals in the kennel. Mate, I just yeah, privileged doing it. That was going to be my next question. Where to next for them? So they're heading up to the M1 to Newcastle this Friday for the blacktop heats. By the sounds of things. Certainly are, Kate. Yeah, we're heading up that way on Friday, and um, and then looking forward to perhaps you know uh, going towards the million dollar chase with them. And Pete, the, the relationship with the Thompsons quite clearly you know each other. Is this the first time you've been a caretaker trainer, uh, given the success that the Thompsons have had with Tony Brett for the past five or six years for those Brisbane campaigns? Yeah, Duff. Yeah, this is the first time for Jason and myself uh, coming together. Um, He's had previous other trainers here in New South Wales. And, look, I just... Uh, as a fluke uh, visit on... You know, I go up every year up up north and uh, and Jason was up there and, you know, we, we come together at the races, believe it or not. Right. We went to Eagle Farm and, and Benny Thompson, his son, was riding and uh, and we sat down and had a couple of beers together and we got to know each other a little bit better. And, um, and you know, it's, it went from there. So, um, you know, we knew each other previous, you know, I'd 
I remember beating him in the first million dollar chase and um and you know and and emulating you know I, I you know I wanted to be like him you know growing up you know people like that that you see them trainers that you know the sultanas and all that you know I was a kid watching them train winners and 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 you know and I remember you know Paul Wheeler you know breeding all the champions and and the Hellenans and and the Pringles and and you just all you wanted to do was just be like them you know growing up and uh and funny enough you know I I, I had a chance and to race against him and beat him. So, um, you know, that was a sort of feather in the cap uh, for a young baiting trainer and uh, and to come up and now, and, and you know, join forces and, and, and do this for him. It's, you know, it's, it, it yeah, look, the flame's still there and it's, it's, you know, it's burning brighter. Now, aside from the dogs you've got for Team Thompson heading towards the Million Dollar Chase eventually, uh, you also have one of your own team members heading to Richmond this Wednesday to contest the heats there, Nadal Sheba. Uh, what do we make of his chances? Because he's sort of stepped up of late, um, ran a, a really good race in the Goldmine series to finish third behind Bailey Bear, and obviously that form's been franked with him making the megastar. So he's quite a progressive young pup, and you'd have to be excited with him heading towards the series. Oh, for sure, Kate. Yeah, look, this dog's just coming up leaps and bounds. He, I, Yeah, look... He, I, I trolled him the other day up at straight, and he went 17.31, and that's that's pretty much unheard of. You know, Shell not holds a record there, 17.2, and, and you just, yeah, look, fifth graders don't run that, and he's just coming good now, and the whole litter are, actually, you know, it's a beast unleashed Zipping Kelly, you know, and Zipping Kelly, as we all know, is from the Helen line, and, and geez, can't they throw a champion, you know? So, uh, look, um, we, you know, Dawn Garrett bred him. We, we purchased him off Dawn as a pup, and... Um, Look, we love the dog. His kennel name is Rue, uh, for everybody to know, because he's a bit of a jumper in the kennel. Um, yeah, look, he's got brilliant. He's got brilliant acceleration once he takes a step, you know, out of the boxes. Um, he can run the dog. Um, look, there's there's plenty of other good dogs in the race, especially the Bartolo dogs that have come down. That Mark Gat will be caretaking for him. Um, I think that's a dog to beat, and and also Sam Sultana's dog. But um, look, he'll be. He's fit. He's ready. He's sound. Um, Let's just hope, you know, for, for good luck in running. He's got a good draw there too, uh, Pete. You, you mentioned Bartolo's dog, make no promise, drawn out in seven. He's a little bit hit and miss at the start. And that dog that uh, Sam Sultana's got now, Crackerjack RT, I, I personally think he's one of the fastest dogs in Victoria, but he's pretty ordinary early. So uh, he'll be at the back. But your dog, last few runs have been really good. Yeah, you're right, Duff. Yeah, look, he's, and, and he's perfectly boxed. Um, tomorrow, you know, and we've, we've been hoping for an inside draw with him. Um, look, he just needs clear air early. If he gets it, you know, he'll be up there in the finish for sure. And last one from me, you've also got Armitry Cash going around at Wentworth Park on Wednesday night in the 280-metre scamper. Uh, she'll no doubt be favourite going into that race after a brilliant win there last week. What can you tell us about her? Yeah, look, that was her first look out, out of them boxes. Kate last week, so we're pretty impressed with her. Um, she's a speedster, um, bred bred out in the bush, so it's, and, and uh, you know the Fordhams, great people. Look, um, what she's got to do is step, and you know clear her early. You know it's, it's a 280 start, Wentworth Park. You know they, they got to they, they got to lead clearly around that home turn, um, around the first turn. Sorry, and, and if she's if, she, if she's in front on the home turn, they won't be beaten. I don't think. But if I could just go back to the relationship or the. 
the, the start of the relationship with the Thompsons. Obviously, this can expand. Um, you know, they've got so many good dogs, and I mentioned that they send them up to Tony Brett, and they'll obviously start sending them to you. Is that the type of thing? Do you have enough room to be taking these others uh, if anybody else approaches you? Because I think a lot of these uh, southern trainers are now working out, gee, I better get my dog up there and get a few runs and a few trials <laughs> yeah. under its belt. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, look, we're, we're happy to help out where we can. You know, look, we're all in this industry together. Um, yeah. You know, barring rumour and innuendo in this, in this in this industry, we're all we all do the same thing. You know, the only difference is is, is the calibre of greyhound you've got in your kennel. I think, you know, everybody trains the same, basically, and everybody gets up of a morning and still out there of a night time. So, uh, look, for sure, if we can help out anybody, we're, we're more than happy, you know, if we've got the room. Yeah, that's right. And I suppose the other thing, too, is that the Thompsons have been around a long time and they know who they're sending their dogs to. Uh, the fact that they've entrusted these dogs with you, it's got to be a massive feather in your cap going forward. Yeah, mate, for sure. Look, when I got the call from Jason, you know, uh, yeah, look, I was taken aside. I, I didn't say yes to him straight away. I just wanted to make sure that I did have the room for him at the time. Um, and, you know, spoke to my partner and, and, and she said, yeah, look, if you want to do it, let's do it. And, um, yeah, we've got, you know, when you get the green light from the boss, you know, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead. So it's not that's, very often. That's most so. important. <laughs> so, yeah, All right, well, so, no, uh, look, pretty happy about it. Well, congrats on the win last week. Uh, Umberto got the job done. Unfortunately, Stealth was out of business at the start, but looking forward to those uh, blacktop heats on Friday night. Uh, I'm not quite sure where uh, these dogs go to after that, but um, you've hit the ground running. All the very best for Friday night, and hopefully we chat with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Much appreciated. Cheers. There he was, Peter Lagazioni, uh, the caretaker trainer for Umberto. I think we're going to see a lot more of this cat. Yeah, I think it's um, really become obvious during the Queensland carnivals the last few years, these, I guess, I don't know if you call it satellite operations, but uh, even Rob Britton going up and staying up there with, you know, other trainers or at Airbnb or wherever it may be, um, yeah. rather than just this, the old school drive up overnight, stay, race, or drive yeah, straight no, up and Those race. days are gone. Yeah, I think um, we're going to see more trainers either doing the satellite operation or sending their dogs up for the campaign. It just seems to work better for the dogs and um, less stress on the dogs and people. And we're seeing that with the Sultanas, uh, with those dogs that they've got up from Victoria as well. So yeah, we are definitely going to see a lot more of that. Uh, that was a good chat there with Pete uh, and catching up with the win last week and obviously the plans going forward with the Blacktop Heats on Friday night. We'll take a short break and then we'll chat with Dennis Barnes. Sydney Everest Carnival arrives in style at Rose Hill Gardens for a golden day of Group 1 racing, featuring the $1 million Kia Golden Rose Stakes. Revel in a dazzling kaleidoscope of fun, food and fashion. Kia Golden Rose Day, September 23 at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Nova Employment has been matching businesses to staff with ability for over 30 years and has an unbeatable track record of success. My name is Samuel. I'm the club manager of Crunch Fitness in Rockdale. Hiring a worker with disability, it's so rewarding. I find it really easy. Toby follows instructions really well um, and he really grows into the role. Recruiting? Choose Nova Employment, the premier disability employment service. Visit novaemployment.com.au. Government incentives may be available. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. 
But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Nanga rocket away fairly. Brilliant speed from Spring Elegance straight to the lead from Anglin Luai. Out deeper, Bella Una runs into it, but then found trouble. Miss McGraw railed through beautifully, got to second. Nanga rocket made it to third. Then total glamour, a gap Dusty Burbsky. Uh, they were followed further back by Bella Una, who's back towards last of all. Sender in early bother as well. Miss McGraw just about moves up and takes the lead. Spring Elegance kicks wider out. Nanga rocket pushing through total glamour as well. Big finish wider on the track. Nanga rocket race to the lead. Nanga rocket alone. Beat home total glamour. Uh, they were followed next over the line then by Miss McGraw, who's close up with Spring Elegance. Yeah, that was a third. real tough performance by Nangar Rocket in the qualifier for the Million Dollar Chase out at Dubbo on Saturday night. And joining us to chat all about that dog and the performance is Dennis Barnes. Good morning to you, Den. Yeah, good morning, Kat. Let's uh, rewind back to Saturday night because it was some effort off box five. It's never easy from those squeeze draws, especially when you don't have a stack of speed, but he just managed to slot himself into a beautiful spot early. And, geez, that strength, he's a wonderful dog over the 500 metres with that closing strength that he's got. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, Look, he, he's um, normally a, a good, strong 600-metre dog. I don't class him as a stayer because, you know, he's just not that strong for the for the staying strip trip, but um, no, it was easy to freshen him up and uh, put him back over the 500 because um, he's, he's more or less a 500 metre, 600 metre dog. I think that's a good assessment of him, Dennis, and he was in the right spot at the right time on the turn. It looked like it was going to get messy, but he's just a smart race dog. Yeah, I think as he's matured and got a, you know, got a bit older, he's, uh, yeah, he's doing the right thing in his races now. He's... Uh, yeah, no, he's going where he where he should go. You say, Dennis, that he's not a uh, a seven hundred meter dog. Of course, it was only a few months ago that he was beaten a nostril in the seven fifteen at the gardens by Zipping Orlando, and I guess it's just an interesting thing that we're seeing at the moment with um, your dog and also Zipping Orlando and Palawa King, just the versatility of the greyhounds and I guess the trainers as well to have them not only being out. Able- being able to run out the distance, but also freshening them up and, and dropping them back over the sprints and being so competitive in these top-class races. Um, is it something that you focus on as a trainer or is it just the dogs and their natural ability to do that, do you think? Yeah, I think it's just the dog's natural ability, I think. Um, yeah, like I said, he was uh, he's easy to uh, freshen up for a, for a 500, just give him a little bit easier work and, um, yeah, he seems to be right for it. There's a few of those around that are in the same boat, Dennis, and I don't know whether it's the fact that they've thrown to Feral Frankie. You know, his pups are so versatile, but, you know, I think we all thought that this dog was destined for a distance campaign, and we just found out when he raced at Albion Park that he just didn't get that 700 metres. But, you know, the sweet spot is around about that 600 for 550, 600 metres. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, 600, 620, I think that's about, about you know, his pet distance. But he's going to go back to Wentworth Park now for the Million Dollar Chase semi-finals. And although, you know, you say his pet distance is the 600 metres, it wouldn't be surprising to see if he was to draw a box, uh, you know, him go around the 29.5, 29.6 mark. He's probably that kind of dog, Dennis. Oh, well, I hope so, Cat. I hope you're spot on there. Um, yeah, look, he, he's actually eligible for a fifth grade at um, 5.20. 
on a Saturday night. So I'm going to go down in the next week or so and uh, give him a run and just see what he can do. That's a nice problem to have. Now, uh, if obviously he's got a few weeks tied up with the uh, with the million dollar chase, Dennis. Do you have any plans after that? Will you head south to Victoria for some of those uh, rich middle distance distance races down there? Yeah, we've been thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, yeah, that's in the plans. And now it could also be a big week uh, for the team. I'm going to hazard a guess that you're going to head south or head over east, I should probably say, with some of the team for the Blacktop Heats this Friday. Just talk us through uh, the plans there and who you've got going around this week. Yeah, look, um, uh, Ningar Lucy, we've nominated her. Hopefully she can come up with an inside box. I trolled her up there a week ago. She went really nice. So, uh, yeah, we've got expectations for that. And Dennis, do you find now that with with these feature races and they're, they're everywhere, there's hardly a day of the week goes by there's not a feature race somewhere, and this big stake money offer. Do you find mapping a dog's uh, plans that's all changed from what it used to be? Definitely, yeah. You got to really sit down and plan a month ahead, um, or you get into a um, you know a terrible situation. You know, you think, "Geez, where do I go now?" But no, you got to plan it out a bit. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And, it's funny because everyone used to say just one run at a time, and you just can't do that now, can you, Dan? No, 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 no. Not with the prize money so good everywhere. You got to, you know, if you've got a dog that's decent enough, well, you've got to really chase the prize money. Is the sale cup on the radar? It is. It is. It's just Gee. a real diff- difficult time. Like it's, uh, you got to head off Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, yeah, to go down there for the, you know, for the yeah. um, sale cup the next day. The heat. Yeah. Boxing Day night, yeah, but you'd yeah. think that that would be an old, ideal track for him. He's the type of dog, that type of dog's won that race many times before that's got a bit of pace, but more importantly, 660 or whatever the distance is now, they've changed those boxes. That's right up his alley. Yeah, I I haven't seen the track. I haven't even seen the new design of it, but um, yeah, yeah, no, it'll be interesting. No, we definitely, that's on the radar. Well, exciting times for your kennel coming up, Dan. Um, any more youngsters coming through? I know you've had a real hot crop at the moment. Um, any other ones that we can expect to see lighting up the tracks anytime soon that you're excited about? Uh, you know, look, we've got... Um, I've got Ningard Gypsy who's um, coming through. Like she, uh, I took her to Grafton um, and she was our main string for the uh, big maiden up there and we, uh, we took another one, Heidi McGraw, and... Um, she was a second stringer, we thought. Uh, well, as it turned out, Ningard's if she didn't make the final, Heidi McGraw comes through and um, wins the final. And, um, you know, she's going really nice. She won a heat of the million-dollar chase yesterday at Tamora. So, no, it was very exciting. They were good heats at Tamora. She she ran quick time as well, 20... What she run? 59, I think. So uh, I haven't seen the box draw for that final, but another one you're going to sneak through by the look of it. Yeah, I hope so. Well, she's really exciting. Um, she's just improving every run we give her. And yesterday was a bit of an acid test, too, because uh, there's some good dogs in that race. Uh, Ningar, yeah. Larry, Larry Hook, he, he can run. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she went really good. I was real happy with her. It's a real hot litter, that litter that she's from, that Aston DB Nangar silk litter, of course, the two that yeah. you just mentioned. And uh, I've got one in the kennel that we were lucky enough to purchase from you, Nangar yeah. Jim. It's, geez, it's an absolute cracker of a little litter. Yeah, it's another one in Victoria. Um, 
Packham Silk. My other daughter owns her, Tracy. Um, she's won six out of nine. And that's no, been a very good litter. Yeah, yeah. And the one you've got is very exciting. That's uh, that's a quick dog, Packham Silk. Is it, is that one uh, one of the ones that Anthony Asapati's got? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, quick dog. All right, Dennis. Well, the team are ticking over rather nicely at the moment. I guess the beauty of uh, the the Dennis Barn Kennels is there's always something coming through. So we've got some exciting youngsters to look at in the few months ahead. But obviously, you've uh, got a couple of key runners in the million dollar chase coming up, particularly Nangar Rocket. So congrats on the win at Dubbo, and we look forward to Nangar Rocket uh, featuring at Wentworth Park in those uh, those semi finals, etc. In the coming weeks. So thanks for your time this morning, Dan. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. There he was, Dennis Barnes uh, with Nangar Rocket. Uh, that name has been synonymous uh, for decades, uh, the Barnes name, and they just keep producing, Cat. It's just a line that never seems to peter out, isn't it, Daff? Um, mm. You just look, every every little branch of that family tree has just got a couple of good fruit on it. So, yeah. Do they, uh, do they rear their own dogs? They do. They've got a beautiful property out there at Cudell out in the central west it's um absolutely gorgeous with dams and big galloping paddocks and they've actually got their own uh own track there that they use uh to break in their own dogs and um they obviously run sunny lodge which is a commercial breaking in facility as well so plenty of good dogs have been educated out there including uh my little champion belmont bullet who made the easter egg so uh, they do a great job they certainly do all right we'll take another short break then we're going to catch up with uh Bromwell Welsh, who put the lead on Kruger Lass, which won the regional final at Broken Hill last Sunday night. Winter is over and spring racing is heating up across the Sunshine State. Queensland will be racing, pacing and chasing for pink this September with the return of Sky Racing Pink Ribbon Race Week. The Pink Field Week is bigger with great racing and fundraising to be held at the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast and Albion Park Grays and Harness. Each code will host its own Pink Ribbon Race feature, raising vital funds in the fight against breast cancer. Don't miss the action as our industry supports the National Breast Cancer Foundation. For more details, check out racingqueensland.com.au Friday, September 15, get trackside for outstanding spring carnival racing on Sharp Office Newcastle Gold Cup Race Day. Featuring three Group 3s, including the $300,000 Sharp Office Newcastle Gold Cup. Plus, you can make it a two-day celebration and include Ladies' Day on the Saturday. Experience the pinnacle of spring racing in the Hunter at Newcastle Racecourse. Race Day packages are available now, so go online and secure your tickets at newcastleracecourse.com.au. Isn't it time you got away from it all? Time to recharge with an Ambassador Travel Racing Getaway. Time to discover the magic of the Granite Belt wine country and head to the Stanthorpe Cup this October with Ambassador Travel and the Queensland Thoroughbred Owners Association. Your tour includes visits to historic Lyndhurst Stud, the beautiful Ballandina State Winery and the spectacular Queen Mary Falls National Park. Plus country racing at its best for Stanthorpe Cup Day. Call Ambassador Travel today on 07 3229 or visit ambassadortravel.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And winning the start was it. Smudgy leads by three lengths early. All Trooper Tears went wide on the track. So into the first corner they roll. It's Smudgy, a length and a half from Landon Bale. Five lengths away, then the Trooper Tears. Krugerlass is sneaking up the inside of Zipping Ruckman, followed by Ailey Bale with the rails run. The widest runner is Trapper Tears, and four lengths last is Who Knows Lynn. Off the back, it's Landon Bale. Leads away by two lengths from It's Smudgy in second. Krugerlass is running on strongly. They turn. 
It's Landon Bale out wide on the track. Coming quickly is Krugelass. Krugelass ripped on by. And Krugelass beats home Landon Bale. Uh, followed then by its smudgy Ailey Bale in a great finish for the moment. Yeah, that was Krugelass. A boil-over winner of the MDC regional final out at Broken Hill on Sunday night. And joining us to chat all things uh, regarding her dog heading towards the semi-finals at Wentworth Park is Bronwyn Walsh. And good morning to you, Bronwyn. You must be absolutely tickled pink to be heading to the big smoke in New South Wales. Oh, cat! <laughs> You've just ruined my composure listening to that again. <laughs> Every time I look at it, yeah, I end up uh, nearly in tears. So, yep, to say I'm excited is an understatement. <laughs> well, Bronwyn, yeah. I... I... I was kicking myself after that race the other night because um, she had a good draw. She was a certainly beaten in the heat when uh, third behind Who Knows Lynn and ran the time then. And she's always displayed a lot of ability, particularly when she draws near the fence. Yeah, it's a, it's a look, this little dog has just given me heart failure so many times because she's she's notoriously slow away, always has been. And all her runs are from, from behind, but... Over the last 12 months or so, she's just worked out the you know real race smarts. She just picks her times, tries to stay out of trouble, and then when she fires, she really, she really has got a, a good turn of foot at the end. So, yeah, people have always underestimated her, put it that way. Going into the race, what kind of chance did you give her? Um, yeah, hard one. Those dogs had us a bit daunted. Like these are you know some of the best dogs going around um, and I, I did think Landon Bale would would win it. Um, so, yeah, I thought, oh, look, if she's anywhere in touch coming around those bottom bends and she's only been on the track twice, we we just took her up and put her straight in. Um, yeah, I thought she, she had a show, but, yeah, when she actually really, really um, nailed them, it was... It was so exciting. I was jumping around like an idiot behind the boxes. I was so excited. And then I couldn't stop crying. It was just, yeah, it was such a thrill. It's the biggest race we've won with her yet. You're right. That was a Melbourne free-for-all field. I mean, Landon Bale's been winning those free-for-alls at Sandown for fun, and she's running down. So it was an enormous performance. Oh, look, we've had her in with some really good dogs, um, Along the way, we've just struck some really good ones. She's, she's even ran in with Jungle Panther and oh, Fernando Mick. You know, we race at Horsham mm. a bit and we've struck them there. And, you know, she's been, you know, with some, yeah, dogs that make you starstruck. But, yeah, she's just such a honest little dog. She's really quirky. She's um, a real strange dog at home. Um, she just... Keeps to herself. She just um, does her own thing. Um, you get to the track, it's like she doesn't even want to be there. And then it's like, get her out of the kennels and it's it's game on. So can't ask for more, really. You mentioned that win being the biggest uh, race that you've won with her. I can relate in a sense of obviously winning a, a semi-final, the Easter egg, earlier in the year. And that was totally unexpected from our end as well. And that emotion just when that closing stage of the racing you realize oh my god we're winning this it's it's almost like winning the grand final like i i, I can't imagine what it would be like to win the final when that's how excited you are winning a semi-final or a regional final uh-huh. um it must just be like a, a dream to be heading to wentworth park and i'm sure anything from here on in yeah. is going to be a bonus Look, it, it is, it is. Um, she did it for us last year in South Australia in a race, a stayers race called the Botting Cup. 
she came from dead last and uh, ran, ran them down and won by a head. So we've had a little taste of, you know, that was exciting. But uh, this one, to get to Wentworth Park, like, um, we're just quite nervous. We're not, we're, we're typical country people. Um, the city, to us, going to Adelaide or Melbourne is a, is a big thing, driving through the city. The thought of driving into Sydney and finding our way to this track. And, yeah, it, I'm trying not to let it overwhelm us. Um, just to try to enjoy the ride and get there and and enjoy it. But, you know, it's not about with us, honestly, you hear this a thousand times, it's not about the money, it's not about, you know, the big wins. It's just, we just love to see her race and she just, yeah, she just does her best for us every single time. So, yeah, whatever comes of it, it'll, it'll, it'll be something that we'll enjoy the ride and, and hopefully um, she'll, she'll do well. Well, Bronwyn, we've heard the Kruger Ash story. What about the Bronwyn Wells story? <laughs> where, where do you train? How many have you got? And, and what's your background? Oh, look, very, very small um, team. The, we've got the most we've had at the moment. We've got five in work. Her and four young dogs that um, we bred from the only litter we've ever bred. But, yeah, I started as a kid at a track, country track, actually the Broken Hill track, back in the late 60s, early 70s, and I was just a kid racing around the greyhounds and doing odd jobs for the office people and just got this absolute passion for the breed. Um, trained them through my teen years, and then once my husband and I got married, met through the dogs, um, we gave it up for 35 years while we travelled around with Greg's work, and then always desperate to get back into it. It's been my, my dream for a long, long, long time, so... Yes, went out and uh, he said to me, don't you get a greyhound when I started making noises about it? And he said, a greyhound. So I actually went and got two. Um, So I didn't actually break the rules. (laughs) And yeah, we we got back into it. And we just race usually regional. So we race, we're up in the northwestern corner of Victoria, right up on the border between Victoria and New South Wales. Which town? We're in Mildura. Oh, right. Okay. So we're, yeah, we're remote region for Victoria. Mm. So we go to South Australia a lot because it's four to five hours that way. We go to Horsham in Victoria, which is four hours the other way. Yeah. Um, and now that Broken Hill is, you know, up in the, the committee have done an amazing job getting the, everything up and running really well and attracted, you know, these good dogs. So we thought, great, we'll, we'll go to Broken Hill. That's closer. So, yeah, it's been... It's been a ride, and, and we do a lot of travel. We do go to Bendigo, Ballarat. Um, we've been to Shepparton, Warrnambool, Warrigal. So yeah, now we're retired, we can actually do these longer trips. But, yeah, we, we're just having a bit of fun. And husband tells me this is it, no more. So we'll oh, see how that goes. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a, now you've got an excuse. You've got to breed with her when she retires. Look, it's funny, since Sunday, we've even had phone calls like, you know, when are we breeding this bitch? Because, right. you know, she's got 17 wins, you know, no, no huge ones, but she's had 17 seconds as well. And all of those seconds have been very, very close finishes. Um, so, yeah, she's no slouch and she's won over 400, 500, 600 and 700 metres. She's won at every distance. So, yeah, she's got an... Uh, a pretty good scorecard, I think. Well, she's by Aston Kometo, and there's not a lot of them around. I think he passed away, Aston Kometo, or he may have been sent to yeah, Ireland. No, I forget which one it was. No, he died. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. 
there's not many around, but they can all run. Yeah, and good dis- when they're put with a he well he is put to a distance pitch. Yeah, um, a guy called um, Yakov Risham and his wife Lydia bred this litter. They only got three. Bonnie's the only female, um, and yeah, he bred for distance, so he put it to a little distance pitch. He had shot through, and yeah, he she's got ability. The other two males we read two pups. Um, one didn't make it to the track um, through illness, but the other one had heaps of ability. Um, it won quite a few in Victoria. So, yeah, uh, accolades to Aston Cometo. Um, such a shame that he didn't get to have a long career, um, but we're happy with what we got, that's for sure. Well, you're one of the stories of the Million Dollar Chase series and uh, the dream is far from over, Bronwyn. So um, from my perspective, best of luck. I I mean, I just love to see these little guys and the little trainers that you don't hear from often having success. So you're going to have plenty of people cheering her on when she gets to the semifinals at Wentworth Park, I'm sure. Thank you very much. And, And all I can say is don't give up on her when she's at the tail end of the field because you'll have to look over shoulders to keep an eye on where she is. But, yeah, she'll give her best. Bronwyn, you just mentioned how far you are away from these tracks, and, I mean, kudos to people who train greyhounds and, and, you know, your closest track's four hours away. What's the plan uh, with trialling at Wentworth Park or perhaps racing there in the the coming weeks? Look, it's just about an impossibility for us to get over and give her a look at the track, and people will think we're mad, but... You know, it's a 14-hour each-way trip for us um, wow. with dogs on board. And we did this recently down to Warrigal. It was a 23-hour round trip, including the few hours out the track. And it just takes too much out of the dogs. So, you know, we won't get over to trial. So the best I can do, I've had a look at, you know, the shape of the track and trying to work out, you know, I'll have to give her a couple of runs at other tracks and um, probably, you know, we'll go over to Adelaide. And, uh, yeah, just try to keep her race fit in the next couple of weeks. And um, mind you, she, she she gets it pretty easy here. She, she's in on my bed a lot of nights and <laughs> she doesn't re- lead a um, very stressful life, I can say. So we'll just keep doing what we're doing, try to give her a couple of runs, but unfortunately she won't get a look at Wenty before so the race. Let me let me ask you this: If somebody approached you, like a Peter Lagosioni or a Joe McFadden, and said, "What about you send her over to me and we'll give her a couple of trials?" Is that something you're open to? Uh, again, when I said this little dog is quirky, um, she okay. is a dog that just would not cope. We we first sent her down to Melbourne when she first broke in, and she broke in um, with um, Peter Gavin broke her, and she um, she's very sort of sensitive little dog but we put her with a Melbourne trainer a good Melbourne trainer who I trusted and and they looked after her well Mm. but he said after seven starts she won at the Meadows in her maiden but he just said Bron she's not coping with a big kennel so she's yeah she's not one of those dogs that would settle in well and just take it in a stride so unfortunately to answer your question no we're going to have to just go in cold well, either way, I mean, we've had so many fabulous stories in future races around Australia of recent times, and but in particular this race for the last few years, I think this is one of the best, that footage the other oh, night. Really? And just listening to, to yourself and your story this morning, you're going to have a lot of people cheering you on when you turn up at Wentworth Park. So hopefully um, you get a good draw, 
she runs a good race, and and who knows, who knows where she might be in in you know after she goes uh, around in those heats at Wentworth Park. Thank you, really, 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 very much. It's it's um, heartfelt when I say everybody has been amazing. So thank you. All right, Bronwyn. Thank you very much, and good luck on that fourteen-hour trip in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> thank you. Bye. There she was, Bronwyn Welsh, uh, who puts the polish on Kruger last. That's a great story, Cat. Uh, absolutely. I said it a few times. Everyone loves an underdog, and that's one of the best ones we're going to get heading into the Million Dollar Chase this year for sure. Well, I can't get my head around. Uh, as a kid, you know, we we lived at a. We used to travel a lot with dogs, but we had a, a, a track in our own backyard. But to to travel four to five hours to your nearest track, that is unbelievable. It's quite a task. I was lucky enough, I grew up in the Hunter Valley, so had plenty of tracks surrounding us. And even now, um, we're a little bit more remote now. Um, I think 45 minutes is our closest track and then, you know, an hour, an hour and a half to the others. But I think that's bad enough. I don't know if I could stick it out doing four hours to my closest track. So, yeah, definitely a lot of dedication there. Uh, well, it will all be cheering when uh, Bromham puts Kruger Lass in at Wentworth Park in a few weeks' time. Just on that million-dollar chase, the updated market to win it. Postman Patch drifted out, although he did uh, win the other night at Sandown, 29.15, I think he ran. He's the $9 equal favourite with Victor Damien. I know I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, uh, Victor Damien now in the Green Oak Kennel. Baby JC beating it tomorrow, $10.00. Uh, Sage Tennille, the national sprint final winner, $11. Alpha Zulu, Amran Boy at 12 The rest are $15 or better. And, of course, Palawar King. We didn't have him in the market. We put him in at 26 after his win there last Saturday night. Uh, I thought that might be a, a little bit overs, but uh, that's been snapped up. He's into $15. I don't know whether you could rule him out, Cat. No, he's one of those dogs that's obviously going to be relying on on a little bit of luck. But if you've got a leader in the race that's going to be running, you know, around the 29.7 mark, he's definitely capable of swamping over the top late. It's going to be obviously very difficult if you've got a dog like She's a Pearl or uh, that ilk that can run 29.3, 29.4 out in front. No one's going to be coming from behind and beating them. But yeah, for sure, we've seen what he's done in the free-for-alls when he's dropped back to the sprints in recent weeks. And he loves my God, he's got an engine. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think he's the dog that you could ever rule out. Is there anything else we need to know before uh, before we finish the show up? I think that's us, Staff. Uh, the box draw for the blacktop is, shouldn't or shouldn't be too far away. We've just no, been, I've been looking the for emails. those seats, yeah. Yeah, no, we've just been sent the emails, owners and trainers of what we've all got. So uh, I would say within the next half an hour, they will be up online. It's like Christmas Eve every night. You're going on the dogs.com.au website, having a look at all of these tracks that have got either the the semis or the regional finals of of the Million Dollar Chase. And then obviously we had the Megastar last week and we've got the Blacktop this week. It's, It's They're just everywhere. Good dogs are everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And I, as I said before, I absolutely love the regional series. Uh, we get to see not only the good dogs go to the regional venues, but it gives the locals a chance. And, uh, yeah, it just gives everyone something to strive for. And I think it brings it back down to a more personal level and people aren't afraid to have a go if they've got a heat in their backyard. They may not have nominated for heats at Wentworth Park, but they're more than happy to have a go at Broken Hill or Taree um, and trying their luck. And as we've seen, you only need a little bit of luck and you're through to the semis. You're right about that, and just on what today's the 12th, isn't it? Tuesday the 12th, we've got uh, 
regional final of Bulleye Race 10, 5.35 this afternoon. One of those uh, Victorians, Els Entity, Box 2, went really well the other night there, breaking, breaking 26, it's the $1.90 favourite at the moment. So race 10 at Bulleye today, the regional final there of the Million Dollar Chase. All right, Kat, thank you for your time this morning. Uh, covered a little bit of territory, even getting out to Mildura today for the show and looking forward to catching up with you again next Tuesday. We'll do it all again.